on the video version of this podcast, I imagine this is images of the world just going up doing this music. Probably better than just our dumbasses sitting here. <laughs> Hit it. Oh yeah, this is the time I'm supposed to start talking. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> Welcome to Big Sexy Digital Nomad, another episode in your ear holes. I am Judgmentalist, and we don't exactly know what we're going to talk about, but we've got a whole bunch of this and a little bit of that, and we're going to sprinkle it on through this episode to get you caught up what is going on with me and with he. And who is that he? It's Big Sexy. What up, what up, what up, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this is hitting your ear holes. Welcome to Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Sir, how are you doing? I am um, I'm overall doing quite well. I am, um, man, planning things in your head and then putting them into play. Are, are sometimes smooth and sometimes are like, whoa, where did that come from? Um, I am in the process of, and it will have already happened by the time that this airs, but I am in the process of putting together, and I'm going to be careful because of what I'm doing here with what I'm going to say and what I'm going to give away here. Um, but for anybody who does not know, and that would be anybody who has no interest in magic and pays no attention to Matt Donnelly. So I don't know if that is any of our listeners, but Penn and Teller's Fool Us has been renewed for a 10th season. Hooray! The details are starting to roll out and they are requesting auditions. Uh, this is different than most, from my understanding of most other television shows, because the audition is not going anywhere. For this, you know, there is a, a divide between, you know, Penn and Teller are in this grand scheme of things, from my understanding, the, the, our employees of the CW for the purposes of this and have nothing to do. And, and if you understand the show, this will make total sense, have nothing to do with the selection process to get on the show. No, because they are seeing these routines, assuming that they are original routines for the very first time live when the show is being taped so <laughs> you you tape you pre-tape your routine tape. and you email it to i mean i say tape you you everybody understands what i'm talking about yeah. but you know yeah, everything's digital these days so i get out the eight millimeter okay put it and out somehow convert that to digital and email it to the production people they review it no, and, just mail them the real. Just mail right. them the whole real. Exactly, to the email address, because that's all they give you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to send it to Matt Donnelly, okay? And be like, good luck, buddy. Because Matt is basically in the same role. Not the same role, but his his part in the, the, the selection process is really no different than Penn & Teller's, meaning that... I mean, he has none. He writes the bits for the show. Yeah, he has uh, no part in the selection of the... The right, magicians. You know, that that is a different department. There are walls that are up that not not actual walls, but you know, virtual walls that exist so that that side of it doesn't know what's going to be potentially on the show. So, I I know enough people who have performed on this show to have pieced together or been told directly certain elements of the process where it you know you may be told, hey, we want to have you on. Here are the details. You may be told, hey, 
we like X, Y, and Z about that. Can you do it like this and, and be asked to reshoot a different version of it and send it in? So I, I came up with this routine. I mean, I, truth be told, you know, one half of this podcast has performed on Penn and Teller's That is correct. And it is the half that is not a magician or mind reader by trade in any right. way. Um, one of two places yeah. that I should have gotten to first that uh, that you got to first. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to chop up the Magic Cats in a minute. But yeah, and, and, oh, yeah, that is. That's good. We will get into that. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and I'm sure there's more. And, and, and I'm sure there's probably some the other way that we just haven't uncovered yet. Things that I've done before you that don't make sense that I've done first. But, you know, yeah. whatever. It, they, we, we will find that out along this continued journey of digital nomading here. Um, so I came up with a version of this routine that I performed for uh, – I'm a member. I've, I may have mentioned this one here. I'm a member of this networking group locally. Uh, here in Elkton and we meet once a week. It's almost, it's about 40 different business owners, different business types. And the whole goal of this organization is to learn what everybody else does, what they're looking for business-wise and refer each other business. That's neither here nor there. Leverage club. Yeah. Other than the fact that they have zero objection to me talking more about magic and less about my law practice in that group. And <laughs> as such, they have become guinea pigs for some of these routines. So I, I performed the first version, the early version of this routine for them, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, something like that, and recorded it. Um, I try to record all of my performances. I am new enough in this whole thing, and I know that you gotta get I, that footage. It's and it's not for promotional purposes, not at this point in time, because you have probably never seen anything that I've put out there like that. It's it's me wanting to improve. So I have a number of people that I you know that that I consider to be mentors or colleagues that will kind of go through my routines and make suggestions and and you know critique them. Um, so this routine's been sent out to a handful of them. It has been reworked. And part of it, the newest version of it, which from the perspective of our recording will be performed tomorrow night from the perspective of this episode dropping happened happened last last night, night. Um, involves Uh, time. Yes. Involves me printing photos. And I underestimated two things um, because I went to go and load these up into the Walgreens app and Walgreens is the, closest to me uh pharmacy type of place that also has a photo shop mm-hmm. you can upload. You, don't, you don't have like a, a fedex office which used to be kinko's i wish they didn't change the name i love the name kinko's um i don't think there's one near me um but yeah so i go to upload them and i upload the the number of photos that i have estimated that i will need to make this entire routine work and the grand total, I took a picture of it because I sent it to Brogan jokingly. Um, the grand total at that point in time was $1,097.25. Oh, Jesus. Are you, are you printing out 7 billion pictures? It is that's, not that's a, that's a quite that reference. many. That is a Brogan reference. They are 7 billion needles pictures, but not 
quantity 7 billion uh, because Brogan did do all of the art for this at this point in time. Um, these may evolve into actual photographs. You know, I was thinking about throwing some sort of like cosplay car party that had to do with the theme of this routine, which I'm choosing not. I'm, I don't want to put anything out there that's not, you know, no hit. Right. Because yeah, yeah, no, hands. Yeah, yeah, no spoilers. I want to keep this in the bubble for now uh, because if I get selected for a show, it's all going to get gobbled up into NDA world for a while anyway. Um, right. So I, I redid the math and adjusted the prints. The new number still seems to be around $500. So Jeez. I believe I'm going to print them in-house on cardstock, at least for the first run through. Makes sense. So instead of the eight by tens, and it was very easy to do when I first put this together, the first version of it was printed on four by sixes. And now I'm doing them in eight by tens because they have got to be more visible for bigger for quote for unquote the, studio audience. For, for the studio, for the stage, for everything like that. And I'm gonna want them larger Although, for my stage routine. I mean anyway. technically Fool Us does utilize camera technology as well. So if they have to do up close yeah, the, I mean, there were there were, a, there were a few other reasons in the changing of this, or the tweaking, I should say, the evolution of this routine uh, that, that, that moving them to eight by tens made sense as well. So the the four by sixes, I think the cost on those is something like twenty nine cents a piece. Oh, that's not the cost, bad. The cost on the eight by tens is three dollars and ninety nine cents a piece. So a drastic oh, difference. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Drastic Jesus. difference. So what's wrong with raw greens? I, I don't I don't know. But for me to go and buy a pack of mid-grade cardstock, and when I say mid-grade, I mean that it's that it's not like super thick cardstock, but thicker than regular paper. Right. You can't use it, you can't cut it up and use it as a ninja star. Yeah. Um and, and for those of you who are office supply nerds, I'm trying this out with 32 pound paper. Normal Normal paper is um, if you're an office nerd and you understand that, write in so I can laugh at you. And, and write in because you might have some suggestions. Without from what I've said, you may have some suggestions to help make this work. But basically, I bought 500 sheets of 32 pound paper for 25 bucks, and I'm going to be able to print what I need to print on my printer in my office because I have a large format format printer that's, for the law office. That's what offices are good for. 10 cents a piece. So they're actually going to print for cheaper than the four by sixes would have when all is said and done. So anyway, it's a bit of a process because you have this idea in your head and you have not necessarily done the math on, okay, how many things do I need to print to produce this? And it's like, oh shit, that's a big number. Um, so yeah, that is, that is happening. Everything else, as far as that routine is concerned, is worked out again. I'll be, I'll be taking video a.k.a. filming the audition tomorrow, and then I will run it by um, the folks who helped me with this stuff to kind of get the, hey, that's good, send it, or, hey, this part really needs some work, so fix it before you send it. Um, and then we're going to go from there. So they, oh, the, the good note, and this is somewhat self-deprecating, I think, to make this statement, um, the good note about this is that uh, the renewal, the CW has asked for 20 episodes, 2-0. Oh, wow. Um, Yay. And the normal run is 13 episodes. So right. at 13 episodes, 
that's 52 acts because they do four magician acts per show. Um, at 20, that is 80. 80. Um, so they got some space to fill. So there's 28 acts that they would not normally be filling, which means hopefully some neophyte schlep like me can get his stuff in there and on film. And they really will need more acts than that to come out and film because yeah. they're not stupid. They, they bring more than they need because some of that stuff just gets cut. I've been right. to a live taping years ago and there was some stuff that just bombed heavy and I know didn't make it. Because I didn't see it, because I didn't see it on the show, so I knew it bombed heavy. Because a, I watched it, and b, it it didn't get redone another time. And, you know, because what happens is, you know, you perform it in front of Penn and Teller for the first time. They sit there and they chit chat, and Allison sits there uncomfortably interviewing you. And I I use the words uncomfortably. Because what you see on TV is like 45 seconds. You, you were at a taping, so you know yeah. this too. Um, Allison's and, and, I, and I listen to, you know, Abracababo and I listen to Matt Donald, the uh, uh, Fuller's behind the scenes. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. The, the time that Allison spends interviewing that person is substantially longer while Penn and Teller sit there noodling through, for back of, lack of a better term, what the person did. And. Most of that gets cut out, but ultimately from a TV perspective, it's all digital. They're filming the whole thing because there might be some spicy nugget in there. You know, there could be the, Hey, they, these are the three questions that I want to ask in the interview. And then we just do them. And then that's what's there. And then you just sit there in awkward silence for 20 minutes or how good of you are at, at it being an interviewee. Just just have a conversation and maybe some juicy little nugget springs up, like the juicy little nuggets that we typically drop at the end of our episodes that, hey, we're not going to – this part's going in. You know what I mean? Like So yeah. you know, it just gives them more content, more material to potentially work with. Um, but yeah, obviously you were there. I don't, I don't know because everyone's a little bit different. Um, I, I would imagine that with the routine that I saw that you were part of, that there was a lot less time from Penn and Teller to figure it out because it was pretty, pretty rudimentary. I would say from the experience level that Penn and Teller would have right. and the knowledge base that they would have, it was. Pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure they spent most of the time just figuring out what they were going to say, as opposed to figuring out how we did the, 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 mat, the trick. Right, and, and, so, and I understand that a lot. Of, a lot of their time, when you see them whispering and talking to each other, trying to figure out what they're going to say, how they're going to word it, without giving away what it is. You know. What yeah. I mean? So, in theory, let's say that you went and you did a routine on stage there, and it went sideways. You know. Through that process of it going sideways, Penn and Teller have probably already sussed out how it works by seeing it not work. They, they, I believe that they'll probably, and again, I don't know because I don't work on that show. They probably let you re-record to make it look good, but you're certainly not. Oh yeah, if, you, if your chick messes up, they'll stop, go back, and start again. Absolutely. But you're kind of dead in the water from the fooling them perspective, which isn't the reason to go on. I, that I think the majority of the magicians who go on the show are dead in the water for the fooling aspect of. Oh yeah, of of the the show. Uh, I'm sure that you know there are magicians out there who are like, no, I got a trick that that 
will def they won't they they really work on you know doing the trick that they can't figure out right which is um that's a whole nother level of challenge yeah and that's yeah. not necessarily you know it, let, let's put it this way i will be more surprised than penn and teller if my trick fools them Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay, I I am looking to put something together that is fun and entertaining, something that's going to give me you know, and this is this is really they put this format together to somewhat help. Not, not I don't want to say launch careers, but really help people promote what help, they're doing. Magicians do and, and and help really elevate performers that are at that level. And not to say yeah. you know, there's not one level because there are some real rock stars that end up on that show. Oh, for sure. It, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm putting something together that's going to be fun that I can get that clip of, that I can use it to help promote myself and hopefully get future gigs and, and just, you know, to have a good time because who doesn't want to do something like that? Right. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, 100% of the hosts on this podcast having been on Fool Us uh, instead of just the 50%. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of other things that I have done that you have not done that are magic related, I got to go to the Magic Castle. Yes, and I heard uh, you almost didn't get in. Uh, no, that's not true. Ah, that that was a false narrative provided by Mass Donnelly. Uh, I he sent me everything he said he was going to send me. He told me everything he was supposed to tell me. Uh, the Magic Castle's dress code. Uh, contains words that I, fashion terms that I am unfamiliar with. Uh, they require, they say that you can, you have to wear a tie or, and this is the key thing, or a banded collar buttoned up to the neck. Okay. Now, I don't know, my own ignorance doesn't know what a banded collar is. The shirt that I wore Button as high as it could because it didn't have a neck button for, um, you know, didn't have a neck button on the shirt. So uh, I thought, oh, maybe this is a bandit color. And so, but I did, I brought two ties with me because I said, push comes to shove. I will have a tie. I will. There was no way I'm getting turned away. Now the bummer was, I had this amazing suit planned out. I was going. Yeah, you talked about it last time. Super fancy schmancy. I have this all white three piece suit. It had a, a, a white silk shirt. I got it all dry cleaned. Uh, did, had to do same day because uh, um, I'm lazy and I'm stupid and I forgot. Um, but still did the same day. Uh, get it back from the cleaners, get home, go to put the suit on, and it doesn't fit. Ugh. Uh, yours truly is smaller than I was at the time of purchase of mm. said suit. So I, I pulled out the pants, and the and I said, oh, what, what size are these pants? And they're 41s. Uh, I'm now squeezing my little tiny ass into 36s. Oh, okay. And so that was I'm all, this. That is that is a big jump. That is significant, and that is, that is not a belt difference. <laughs> right, right. That part. Um, and then the uh, the coat itself, 
it's funny. It's a long coat, right? But my, when I say long coat, it comes down to my shins. Like it looks like a a, a dress. Um, but it's, I I would still wear that. The vest still kind of fit. The shirt was kind of big. Uh, I was bummed because the shirt is the kind of shirt that is it's it's fancy. So uh, cufflinks only. It doesn't have buttons for the cuffs. It's cufflinks only, and I couldn't find my cufflinks. Uh, I found one Raider cufflink and one Deadpool cufflink. And I thought about sporting those, but nothing else was really working. So I had to piecemeal together some kind of clothes uh, last minute because uh, I got to make that jaunt out to L.A. Uh, and it's an hour and a half drive from where I'm staying here in Riverside. Um, and, you know, time's running out and I want to get there. You know, the good news I know I can get there in time to see Matt because he was he was doing the late shows. He was doing 1030, 1115, like 1230. Um, so I know I catch his show. Unfortunately, we we did get it. We got there too late to see the com- the magician that you. Ah, okay. It, he we got there as his show was starting. It was already a full house. Gotcha. And so we couldn't get in to see which kind of bummed sucked. But um, but we did get to see quite a few. So again, I rolled up there with two ties, and uh, walked in. So you need to have a tie. I said, well, the good news is I have two of them. And I said, which one should I choose? I had a black one and a red one. I'm wearing an all red suit and a black blazer and black shoes. So I put on black tie. Um, and I was wondering, I was getting Twitter comments about, oh, you has a tie, and da 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 And I'm all, yeah, well, I have to have a tie. Why wouldn't I have a tie? And then I listened to the epi- the ICS, listened to Matt, talking about may or may not have been big. I'm like, what do you mean may or may not have been? No, I brought a tie, bro. <laughs> like, I was prepared. I came prepared. Uh, I just wasn't wearing the tie when I walked in the door, you know, because I wasn't sure if my shirt qualified. Right, right. Uh, as the no tie option, but you know, uh, I said I'm not. I'm. I would. I know. Uh, Big sexy doesn't get turned away, son. <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't happen. Uh, and so uh, went there. It was amazing. It was, so I re- highly recommend if you get an invite to the Magic Castle, go. Um, I'm bummed that I didn't get to see as much as I wanted as we wanted to see. Uh, I realized that you have to get there a lot earlier i thought it was a later night thing yeah uh, and then matt told me the doors open at five and i saw i, I saw their the weekly lineup and then the, the time frame the magician the magicians have like they do three spots in certain different rooms and then another magician will come in that same room and do three spots and like, oh okay so now that i have a clear understanding how that works uh um i mean if i ever get the opportunity to go back i'll take it um but uh, yeah, it was a great experience. The wife had a great time. We saw some close-up magic by a magician named Brian, something or other. He gave me his card. What I tell you what's really fun is um, I usually try not to sit up front because uh, people call on volunteers, mm-hmm. and then we have to go through the whole process of my name, right? And that's a process. You know, I understand it. I understand it. My name is Big Sexy. My name is Big Sexy. And so if you ask me my name, my name is Big Sexy. And uh, when you're dealing with a performer who is just getting a name so they can get through that part of it, once you give them the name Big Sexy, that becomes the show. Yeah. 
And for some performers, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like if you were to do that, let's say you didn't know Matt and happened to be at Matt's show. Um, and, and that quote unquote curveball were thrown at him. No, no problem. Not well. But some performers, it's a total, I mean, yes, he'll go off on a tangent with it, but he'll still stay within his lane because at the castle, especially at the castle, because at the castle, you got 20 minutes, not 19, yeah. not 21, 20. Um, so, so I know that he's cognizant of that. Um, right. And, and again, I mean, most, most people just, it won't, it won't, you know, they don't eat up a whole lot of time doing it, but it does become, and, and also not just, not just the magician has to deal with that fact. Now, now the audience has to run with that thought in their mind. So that, and I'm a, as a performer, I'm aware that that is happening. Right. Um, as right. a performer, I'm aware that uh, the introduction of my name is now another pinpoint um, that will become focus. And I'm, I'm, uh, I try to consider myself a generous performer and I don't want to draw focus. So I, and, and like, you know, Matt knows this. Like, so when I see Matt perform, uh, unless it's a small enough venue, he ain't got nobody else to choose. He'll, he'll, I, I know he won't call on me. Right. right. And I won't ask to be called on. Like I don't, I generally don't ask to be called on before that fact, unless I'm looking to promote the fact that my name is big sexy, you know, like on the cruise ship, I will absolutely be called on because I need the cruise ship to know who Big Sexy is because we're in, in a captive environment situation. Uh, exactly. And I'm going to become cruise, cruise ship famous. So we had, I, we had a little experience with that, with the close-up magic. It worked out. Uh, it's always fun because the next thing I do is I hand my person my business card and my business card only says Big Sexy. And it's, the, it's that, oh, you really are Big Sexy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole different level of, oh, you're taking this serious, so maybe I should take this serious as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a great time, a lovely date night, way later than my wife likes to stay out. Uh um they closed down a little bit early. Uh, so we kinda we kinda closed it out. We did we we left there still patrons at the bar inside, but Matt uh, they canceled his last show because there weren't enough people there. You know, people tend, tend to go home or what have you. Uh so I got a chance to chat with him and talk to him. He had a great show. Uh uh he's included and in, uh People have heard him talk about this, so I've, I don't mind talking a little bit out of school about this. He's included uh, a trick that he got from Hondo, um, who's a magician from Spain. And so he threw uh, paper at him. Yeah, yeah, sure did. He incorporated <laughs> that trick into his, and it's a great trick. Oh, it is. It's so good. Yeah. And what I love about it is I had never seen it before. I hadn't seen it until this moment. So to see a performer that I have seen multiple times and kind of know their act and what, what's coming up to get a new trick is joyous. I understand that, that, that happiness, like, Oh, same person, new trick. You know, that's why I love trying to go see Penn and Teller when I can, because, because they're always incorporating new tricks into their act and different things into their act. So, um, and they're going to be at least 20 more new ones coming around soon because yes. they got, Ultimately, what they do, and, why, and and not the exclusive reason, but one of the reasons why you see so much new stuff from them is that they've got to iron out normally 13 new pieces a year to be on the tail end to fool us. Now they got 20. Right. Um, they've got to iron out and get ready. So I'm sure that, that some of that is starting as we speak. Um, 
I'm planning on seeing them while we're, while I'm in town in two weeks. And um, yeah, it's interesting. What? So tell me what, cause Matt, you know, you only get like 20 minutes or 25 minutes. I don't remember exactly which one it is at the castle. What is he doing in that set? Cause I haven't asked him, I, but I do know that his solo person version because this was written to be a four-person routine right. for the Fuller's live tour, but he kind of did a dry run-through in Elkton and his Red Bank shows to just kind of see how it went. That ran about seven to eight minutes. So yeah. that eats up a good third of that time. Well, what so else? he does he does uh uh of course he does uh the he does fish. Um does he produce three fish? I think he, yes. Throughout throughout the course of the- throughout the course, yeah, yeah, because you know comedy okay. happens in three. Yeah, um, he does knife stab and yes. straightest jacket. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's how he names his tricks. I don't know if he names them that way, but you know, if I straightest, say those, straightest yeah. jacket is definitely straightest jacket is definitely the name of that that trick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, the wishes or dream, yeah, which is hilarious wishes. because it, because uh, for the magic castle it's dreams, and I know he's also done it as wishes, and he keeps bouncing bouncing back and forth with that word. Write down your wish or, or your dream. Write down your or your dream. It's, it's funny to watch. Um, okay, yeah, I, but I knowing the back behind the scenes of that stuff is uh, made my show a little bit different and more enjoyable than. Um, that uh so yeah we had a great time uh lovely experience and uh that was the next person in magic castle so go, if you get a chance get invite go if you're a scoop or, or if you're in town and mass performing they're absolutely asked to go and be sure to wear a tie if you're a dude and a beautiful dress go fancy go super fancy just do that do that highly recommend going super fancy it's interesting transition into the cruise because as well as working on to what to wear I went. Maybe I should just wear uh, my Scarlet Knight suit uh, outfit because mm-hmm. you know on the cruise ship on Virgin Voyages they have a Scarlet Knight. You kind of want to dress fancy, so I had a, I had a red pants and a red shirt ready to go. And I'm like, how about I just put that on? And my wife like, why wouldn't you wear the red the Scarlet yeah. Knight? So that that uh, helped that. Now I realize I need a red blazer because um, I don't have a red blazer, so I need to purchase a red blazer. And uh, for Scarlet Knight and some red shoes, so this this produced a shopping spree that uh, I'm gonna have to go on now. Uh, speaking of travel, yeah. our our travel arrangements have changed again. Yeah, they talk, I try to tell folks it's fluid. Uh, what are so we doing now? It looks like uh, for cost reasons. Um, uh, we might be cutting out the Midwest altogether. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh head, we're still heading over to Vegas uh in two weeks. Um, and then we'll be there for I think we'll be there for about a week, and then we're going to come back to California for about a week. Oh no, I'm sorry. We're gonna go to Denver. Um, nope. I'm changing that. Sorry. This, this is how, how fluid it is. Very, very so, fluid. Very fluid. 
Vegas, Vegas for about a week. Uh, and again, I'm also leaning on the fact that we got plans that we're doing things with uh, uh, visiting friends, as it were. Um, and then, so I'm so that that kind of stuff's locked. So I'm not trying to. I, I want to do stuff. So, and then coming back to California, and then hanging out in California for a week, a week and a half. So, and then flying to Denver, and then from Denver to North Carolina, and then renting a car from North Carolina, and heading to uh, my uh, Florida, and that's gonna chop off about a good two three hundred dollars of the uh, travel stuff. Um, which we can put some of that money towards just shipping anything we don't need for the, the that travel time, just shipping all that stuff to Florida. Um, so it's there when we get there, as opposed to trying to pay for it on each flight. Yeah. 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 Right. So, I would invite, I would invite to put you up in, in Maryland, but we just started renovations on what will ultimately be the guest suite in our house in the basement. That's um, when we would come back. And your yeah, I was gonna say your time frame won't work because you guys are leaving, um, leaving leaving mid April, end of April, whatever. Um, everything should be done and ready to go. You know, new bathroom being installed and everything like that. The bedroom part of it's kind of sort of already there with some changes, but I think that's getting changed over. Did you finally first. add that sex swing. Um, no, no, this is for guests. Oh, um, so you added two sex swings. But it should be ready by the time Uncle RJ comes to town. So, so it's just uh, which re- reinforced sex wing. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, I'm looking forward to that. Anybody who came to Matt's show or was interested in coming to Matt's show in Elton and just for whatever reason couldn't make it, you need to put May 12th on your calendar. You got to put it on your radar. We got Uncle RJ coming to town here in Elkton. It is going to be fantastic. I am super looking forward to it. I can't um, tell you how hyped I am that Elkton is becoming this uh, hub of magic. I hope so. I mean, that is the goal. That is the plan. I spent most of last week not doing "quote unquote" real work. You know, which which you know, much to the ire of my significant other. Um, basically gallivanting around and I still have some of this going on now, this town in this County to basically lobby people in positions of power to help promote this thing, because really it it is an opportunity to make this little town with a population of about 20,000 people uh, into a, a destination. You know, for Matt's show, we had scoops, come from all sorts of parts of Pennsylvania. We had scoops coming from uh, DC and Baltimore and, and Virginia. And I, I would imagine that as word starts to get out, because RJ just mentioned it on an episode of Abracababble has not to my knowledge mentioned it on two characters in a clown yet. Um, and the push has only just begun on my end because we do these shows monthly and that's, that's the third show in line right now. Um, you know, as that word gets out to that community, those tickets are going to start to fly off, you know, fly off. We've had some decent sales so far because people kind of knew. And while I don't necessarily release the tickets 
and promote them through Elkton Magic right away. If I am part of the show, which I am because I'm opening for him, it does go on the judgmentalist.com website as soon as it's booked. So that's kind of like the backdoor secret way to find those tickets. Um, but yeah, that's going to be great. Love secret backdoors. If you go to the Elkton Magic Facebook page, you will see what was supposed to be an interview with RJ and I that was shot via Zoom last week that just turned on into a full-blown conversation. So if you don't know how RJ got into Magic, if you don't know how he got into Cirque, if you don't, you know, there is a ton of background that is in there. And it just, you know, it just turned into, you know, because I've known him for a little while now. It just turned into us bullshitting and having a good time. And I just, you know, I was like, dude, you don't have any problem with me just running and dropping this whole thing, do you? And he's like, nah, go for it. You know, and the purpose of me putting these quote unquote interviews out there is really to just peel back and let, you know, people in the area who are considering coming to these shows know a little bit more about the performer ahead of time. Uh, so it serves that purpose. You know, yeah, you get spread, to know. Spread out, spread out the, 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 the backdoor secret, as it were. Let yeah, people see draw back the curtain. Yeah, but he gets to do three. You know, there's three weeks out of the year that that Cirque performers, at least in Vegas, generally get to do public outings like this because right. they're you know they're booked solid. Their schedule is sick. Yeah, um, you know they get taken care of for it. They call it the golden oh, handcuffs, sure. but. You know, he's he's choosing to spend one of those chunks of time here in Elkton, which is a super honor. Um, you know, I, I've seen his performances because he was at um, Mystique Dining on one of those last little jumps. And a friend of his uh, surreptitiously recorded using the cell phone, just sitting on the table. Mystique is like a dinner theater type of thing. Um recorded the performance and and he ended up sending that to me. So I had no doubts because I knew that he had a lot to do with directing and kind of structuring Matt's show. Um, I've also had him, he's one of the people that, that has been, you know, tweaking the, the full us routine that I'm going to be recording soon. So I kind of know you could tell, in working with somebody in that capacity that, Hey, they're going to be great. So I'm super looking forward to it. So go to elkdenmagic.com, grab those tickets. If you're hearing this before they're gone, um, because we're going to be doing an incredible push uh, relatively soon. And while we're doing this, I'm actually going to look, cause I know that if you were a scoop, one of the promises that I made some time ago to any scoops is that, um, the Hey scoops promo code is always going to exist and get you a discount. And I'm checking. To check out. And checking. don't forget to add Interstate Travels to check out. I'm going to do that right now. I was just going on here to check. Um, and if you enter Safe Travels at checkout, that is going to give you a discount on those tickets as well. And this is this is just going to be for RJ's show. At the, you know what? Forget that. By the time that this episode drops, I will add that into all of these um, different locates. So you'll be able to, uh, I will, I will make safe travels at checkout always a thing for, um, the Elkton magic shows. At least if I, if they are purely an Elkton magic show, and what I mean by purely an Elkton magic show, meaning that I've set it up and we're hosting it, which means I'm running the Eventbrite page that will always be there. Now I will tell you that with the popularity of this thing so far, 
Uh, I've had a number of organizations in the area reach out to me being like, hey, can you help us book magic here or there or whatever? So there will be some other stuff springing up and I may not have that control of it on the back end. I say if they're asking you, you request it. Yeah, if they oh absolutely. If I if I get a say in, hey, can I drop some promo codes in there? Um for sure, those will be there. And even if it's just those two. Um so yeah. So that's cool. Come to Elkton. It's a destination. Or at least that's what I'm working that. on. Do that. Um oh, this other big news. This is probably this is me burying the lead, I suppose. Oh. Uh this yes. Again, it's the promise that we make that the juicy nuggets are going to be more to the end of the episode. <laughs> they always are. They always are because, you know, it, it, it takes a minute for me, my brain to warm up because this is still happening in the morning for me. And we just had daylight savings time. So we oh, lost yeah. an hour of sleep. So I'm, I'm even more tired than normal. Uh, um, but the good news is if we decide to adjust our recording time to happen later in the day, we can do so because this is the last week at the complaints department. Oh, yeah. As of this coming Friday, yours truly will be unemployed. We'll be fun employed. Fun employed. We'll be fun employed. Um, because I will then be focusing solely on uh, travels and my passions, which if you don't know me, my passions are uh, theater and performance and uh, parody songwriting, and I'm writing a musical, um, and so I'm gonna I'm going to really work heavily on my job will be the musical. That's that's what I'm looking at. My job will be the musical. Any gig I can get where I, I I'm a quick you know day in day out performance here or there. Um, I may try to find some super quick background work while I'm for the the other week or so that we're out here um, just to generate a little bit of additional income. But yeah, uh, at the end of this week, that's it. Um, Why is this terrified? So we got to do, okay, production meeting. We don't have a specific jingle for this, so we'll give you this. Production meeting. And that um, is that the that the production meeting. Okay, a couple things. Number one, since we're in this production meeting, um, and we don't have to get this shit together till uh, our claim episode eighty. But if you listen to the newest ICS that just dropped this morning, we probably can just bootstrap this thing till episode 982 because they were totally like, you know, cans on strings doing this most recent episode. I have to listen. Uh, I have not had listened they, to They had some technical issues. So they just kind of, they, they it, it doesn't really sound that much different than any other episode. But they peel back and let you know how kind of screwy and wonky things were for them getting it together. But um we should do a bunch of bank episodes just in case. So a call to action to anybody out there that might want to have that, that might want to be a guest on the show. You don't have to be just be somebody that's got some travel experience, some travel stories, some travel questions, some travel, whatever. We need to bank some interviews. You know what? I'll, we can also reach out to the people we know that travel and, uh, 
get them booked. And the good news is, is since I, if I won't be working, we can really work around your schedule. Yeah. And then, I'll, so I'll reach out. We had Beard a backpack on some time ago. He's now in Mexico. Um, so his digital mer- no, no, no matter has begun. It has been ongoing. I got you. I got so you. I got you. getting him back in for a follow-up episode, because we did it for the, hey, you had been a digital nomad in the past. You did it for two years, and you're about to do it. So he was kind of in that in-between phase. Now he's back at it and out there full-time. So we'll get him back on for one. Um, you know, anybody. If I need to talk got- to the second and the other part of cruisehabit.com, if we can get to Larissa yeah. on here. Um, and chat with her, or just bring, or, or, or let, why not get Billy back? Especially because right. them both. we're going to bank them, so there may not, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a time frame sort of thing. Right. Also, if you've got somebody that you think, man, it'd be great if they got so and so on the show, let us know. We'll go try to, you know, if you have a connection to them and can connect, is great. If not, right. it's just kind of like a wish list thing. Hey, wouldn't it be great if you got? So and so, let us know, and and we'll go after them. Doesn't mean we'll get them, but we'll try. Why not? Yeah, we'll, we'll make um, an effort. I know, got some, I got I got some wish list folks that I'm planning on reaching out to. Um, that I'm going to hold close to the chest because I don't want to put it out there and then uh, not get them. That would suck. Right. So um, just know that I got some names that folks will recognize uh, in the works. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, oh, you gotta play. You gotta play that music again. Oh, I got it. Okay, there we go. This one. <laughs> All right, that was production meeting. Oh, also <laughs> on April first, I'm gonna buy that album that apparently is gonna have the production meeting jingle on it. Oh, nice! And I'm, and I'm gonna steal it because I think they intend to have people just use it wherever. So. Oh, sweet. I'll double check that with them. Now, 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 you know, they say they're dropping an album April 1st, but you know what April 1st is. The April 1st is their nine year anniversary. What is April 1st, man? Okay. So they've proclaimed and disclaimed that it is not an April fool's joke. Look, I'll believe it on April 2nd. When that, when, when, when I, when I see that, when there's a for sale and it's still there. Yeah. They're gonna drop it on the first, but I mean it's still gonna be there on the second. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. see. I right, look, see. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, uh, believe, you know, trust but verify. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, so, so, man, I'm excited. I'm thrilled um, about the prospect of not having to work anymore. Um. Like as I was saying, my wife is nervous because again, you know, that puts the ball heavily in her court. Yeah. Um, uh, which she said she's wanted, so I said, "Well, we will make it happen." And the good news gives me uh, a little over a week to really dig into this house, which is needed. We had a, another garage sale this past weekend, as you're hearing of the recording. We had one yesterday, which sucked. I mean, oh, wait, wait, back up. The garage sale was successful. And the fact that I was able to put stuff out on Sunday, people came by and bought some shit. Yeah. So success. Tear it down. We were trying to do it. We're trying to do it on Saturday and Sunday, but the weather here has been shitty. And so Saturday was wet. Um, It kind of rained a little bit in the morning. It just never really dried off until later in the day. Um, So we had to postpone Saturday. So we just did Sunday. But with that being said, we still did decent on 
one day of the week. So I keep saying the moment we can get two days of, 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 of two days on the weekend and uh, with proper signage out and the weather cooperating, we're going to make bank. Problem is time, time's getting kind of short for that to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, wife's birthday uh, is, oh, we need to record it. We, uh, damn, we should have did the production meeting. We'll probably, I have to talk to the wife and see we, uh, what, we, what she has plans for her birthday. Her birthday is the next next Monday. Okay. Record. So happy early birthday to my lovely wife, Nella Berry White. Um, so I don't know if we're recording on my wife's birthday or not. I have to talk to her and see if, if that's uh, what, what plans she has. Because she might be working on her birthday. Or she might take a birthday off. I don't know what she had planned. So we'll figure that out. I'll let you know. Um, and if we need to record the bank, or if we want to drop that one bank episode that we've had. We should drop that one, not the old, old one, but the next one that we did, because we talk about that episode needs to come anyway, because we reference being we, in Vegas two weeks from now. Do we reference it? Okay. Well, see, I, I, I'm talking about bank episodes. It's hard. We, we need to really focus I'm talking on that. About That's why the interviews guests. will help. That's why guests will help. Uh, we, if we bank, this, this is guests, the bank with that's the what guests. we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. This is the bank with the guests that needs to drop. Because oh, God. This, was the, this is specific yeah. with the guests and the bank and, and the things. Yeah. I love talking in circles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so cool. We know what we're talking about. But yeah. And you'll find out next week because I think that we've just decided that that's what's happening Boom. next week. Special episode next week. Be sure to, be sure to uh, uh, stream stream in. We got what's the new word for tune in? Because nobody's tune- tuning in anymore. Uh, Do we have a new term for tune in, or we just keep saying tune in with with kids not really knowing where that comes from? I'm pretty sure that there is a streaming audio app called Tune In, so that word is still being used in some context. That's that's crazy. Stream in, stream stream on, stream on. Stream, that yeah. I need, I need, I need to build it. That's what I'm, although I'm working on uh, once I uh, leave the job, I'm going to work on my song callback uh, skills because um, I said stream on. It made me think of dream on, and my brain would not give me the tune for stream on. There it is, stream yeah. on, stream on, stream on, stream on. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you write. That parody, I will find the audio only version of the song and the oh. next episode that we will record. Damn it. Damn you, Joe. <laughs> all right. You've yeah, asked for it. it without actually putting all did. of the words together. You have asked to be to start doing it. this without explicitly right, asking. You've, you've, you've laid right, the breadcrumbs and I have followed them. Parody song. Got it. On it. I have I, that. I have that ready to go. Twenty-five episodes in, I have picked up what you have been putting down. <laughs> Sweet. All right, we got it. Speaking oh, of, we got it. We've got. Oh, yeah. Let's get a, into a, a audio. Po- we do an audio postcard. <laughs> we got audio postcard. Let's, let's get into it. So this one we've been sitting on for a little while because we've had a run of guests and we had some other stuff technically that was kind of wonky and weird. Um, Again, if you want to leave us one of these audio postcards, go to prankcall.me or just go to bigsexynomad.com where you will find the place to leave us an audio message. You could do so anonymously 
which this one kind of sort of is anonymous. They used a fictitious name. I was warned about this, so I know who did it. Uh, but I have not listened to it yet. And if and we I, know, and just know, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't have any of this. Stuff. And, and, and Big Sexy has no it. idea. Um, I, I am aware of who has put this together. I do not know the context of it. But if we know who you are and you leave one like Wayne's done and some others have done in the past, we are going to play it uncensored. So um, keep that in mind. There won't be, if we know who you are and we know what you're submitting, it won't be, and we know that you're submitting, it will not be filtered. So, uh, fingers crossed. Let's see, uh, let's see what we got here. Good people. They drink good beer. I want you to remember that. I'm not really sure where I am right now. Somewhere around Barstow. Definitely bat country. I can hear them watching me. But what I need to know from you, and I know you know this, and I know this, because you know this. Why can't you build a sandcastle out of monkey piss? Because you're all thieves. <laughs> thieves and liars. I see you talking with your words on the internets. Just an absolute legend you are, Mr. Brasky. One of God's own prototypes. My blood's too thick for California. That's why I got in the trunk. No federale is going to get me. I'm out here just humping the American dream. You want to know my age, sex, and location in the chat room? Is that the end of it? I think that might be the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a bit to unpack there. Yeah, Uh, so that is... uh... There's a lot of themes that are wow. overlapped there. There's a, there's a whole lot of fear and loathing in Las Vegas, um, but not right. entirely. I think there was a Bill Brasky reference in there. There was um, definitely a Bill Brasky reference in there. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, all right. We'll take it. So, you know, I, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, to whomever sent us that, well, who was that from? Who, who, what, that what is, did they sign it as? That is from here to backpack. Um, oh, oh, how did he sign it as? Oh, Raul, which is the uh, <laughs> fictitious name for uh, Raul Duke from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, I knew it was beer in a backpack, uh, only because, um, there was discussion of mexico right and the only people we know that that are are traveling that listen to the show that would talk about mexico is him at least for now for now for now until our our listenership grows and blossoms and blooms or what have you uh yeah that's that's hilarious um well thank you for that thank you for that so now we've gotten we've kind of run quite a spectrum of possibilities for which you could submit at prankcall.me and they're all acceptable. They're yeah, all welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to ask the questions, you want to give us stuff to talk about, if you want to just leave a weird ass uh, message uh, for us to digest and, and um, enjoy. Uh, perfect. 
And feel I free to leave a little subtle, like the ASL callback from, you know, I think that was on the Harrison episode that we were talking about ASL and, and everything like that. Uh, each sex location. Go ahead. We love yeah. it. Let, oh, let, let, oh, uh, hit the, the, the uh, production meeting music again. I was wondering, and I'll put this to the list as well. If we should also incorporate a trivia segment, uh, well, well, my hope was that that the uh, wrong answers only would be that quasi trivia, right? Segment, but I mean something that we could also generate ourselves if we don't have that, right? So we can bounce between those in in interims. And I was thinking, what we can do is, uh, uh, says we can almost do it. Uh, the way the ICS boys do jock versus nerd. Okay. Uh, we could do I don't, uh, like, like, you know, uh, m- magic versus theater or, you know, magic versus improv or, or, you know, uh, your world versus my world, right? Something in so your like the world, original, you know? like OG jock versus nerds. Right. Right. We'll start, we'll start in that, that realm. Cause they're kind of away from that. And so I was, yeah. they actually, recently we had to do that because they were having technical issues and they went back to the old stuff and I'm all that we could do that like Joe Beth could ask me a question in the world that he is in you know uh, whether it be magic or yeah um, or law stuff or what have you uh, and then I could you know, provide questions because I do entertainment you know I could ask you about movies and uh, uh, theater stuff and improvisation what have you and just have fun just just do that that kind of back and forth uh trivia i'm about it if the listeners hate it you got two weeks to let us know that you hate the idea if you love the idea you got two weeks to let us know that you love the idea because we're going to drop that bank that is if you don't, needs to be dropped you don't give a shit either way uh, enjoy it anyway absolutely <laughs> let us know that as well Write us your own fucking questions. How about yeah, that? Yeah. How about that? How about you just about give us something to talk about instead? All right. Uh, back uh, out, out of the production meeting. <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. It's, All right. I, it's been here. It's what we got. It's what we got. That's what we got. So we can steal it. somebody else's audio. <laughs> awesome sauce. Well, sir, uh, sounds like a good place to, to leave it. Absolutely. Um, uh, where where whereabouts can they find you on the socials? So I am I am psychic ish pretty much everywhere. And then also, and this is a little call to action. If anybody knows anything about marketing using TikTok, I have started a TikTok for Elkton Magic. I don't know what kind of content to put there. I don't know what's going to happen. It may disappear. Like, <laughs> get it three weeks. Uh, but if anybody's got any ideas for how to help make that something to help get the word out about this, please let me know. Uh, but mostly psychic ish is, is, is everywhere. How about you? Uh, I'm at who is big sexy in every location. Uh, pretty much everywhere on the, on the uh, portion of my other books of faces is bigs exy. Uh, put the S on big and uh, yeah. And then of course you can find us at Big Sexy Nomad on all the locales and locations. So or BigSexyNomad.com. Chime in. Chat with us. Let's interact. Let's engage. Uh, even if it's just to say hi, do so. We'd appreciate the, the the reach out so that we know that we're not just talking into a void. That's right. That's right. 
Till next time, friends. Safe travels. Safe travels.